So here I am on uh, drive to work on Wednesday morning. I kind of thought that it would be fun to do this one on the way to work as kind of a test run for doing it mobily. Mobily is a word, maybe? I'm not sure. And uh, mostly because this one is about work or um, not work in the sense that I'm driving to work and I'm going to bring home my paycheck and everybody ends up the day a little bit a little bit richer and things are done. CEOs get to fly to space, that sort of thing. But work in the sense that everything that we do that is worth something involves some amount of work, oftentimes a very large degree. So just another word from last week's guest, Shelby Logan Warren, caught this as I was watching a Patreon video of her working on new material. It sounds impressive, but all it really is is effort. And that's it, isn't it? One of the things that at one point in my life didn't bother me but now does is to hear an audience member walk up and, and very innocuously say, wow, you did X on the stage or whatever, that you must be so talented. And that's true. It probably is very true, but uh, it kind of ignores the probably hundreds to thousands of hours of work that that person has done to get to that point. Um, and certainly even hundreds of hours of work just for that particular performance. It's something that I've kind of always dealt with. I have, as I said in the first episode, um, some familial ties to being a musician and being a performer. And there's some innate kind of if nothing else, environmental effects on my talent level that way, but it's never been a super strength of mine to be just so talented I can pick up a pair of sticks and run with something. I have always had to work pretty hard to get to certain points with things, especially on instruments that I'm less familiar with. To be a mallet percussionist, to play marimba solos and vibraphone solos and be strong that way, took a great deal more work, I think, even than being a decent drummer took for me. I started it later in life. I didn't pick up a pair of mallets, really, except for to tinker around until college. Uh, and so it was kind of everything, well, to quote the movie title, everything everywhere all at once. I had to perform uh, in a fairly short amount of time on an instrument that I was unfamiliar with, uh, with uh, implements that I was unfamiliar with, with music that I had to literally count out the notes on the page. I would have to, especially if it was out into the uh, nether regions in the highs or lows, I had to literally kind of, okay, well, here we go. It's a, let's see, that's an A, so A, B, C, D. I had to do that just to get through a piece of music at the beginning of my college time. It was kind of like learning to read and speak and write all at the same time. We don't do that as humans. We learn to speak first. Well, actually, we learn to listen first, and then we learn to speak, and then we learn to communicate through the visual medium of, of writing it down and that sort of thing and reading. We do music kind of backwards that way as a general rule. I couldn't follow that path. I didn't get to kind of walk up and feel my way through things and then add in the, the difficult stuff. I kind of had to do it all at once. That took work. It, there was almost zero talent involved um, because I just, I didn't have any real exposure to that except for, as I said, tinkering around on it when I was in kind of middle school, high school. One of the 
things that I kind of delved into when I was thinking about talking about this is, a, is there was a saying, a famous saying by Michelangelo, the painter. He's one of the, I mean, not only probably the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, he was one of the best painters of all time. I mean, clearly in lots of other opinions too, but I, I've always been particularly uh, interested in his work both as a painter and a sculptor and whatever else. And so I'm looking into this famous saying where he said, I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. Well, Michelangelo was a talented guy and seeing the angel in the marble, that's where the talent comes in. But that's where the talent almost stops. He carved until he set the angel free is to me the key term there. That's chipping away little bit by little bit. It's very, very important when you watch these videos now on Facebook and YouTube that are the, what is it, oddly satisfying whatever, and you see things that kind of, you know, somebody is is cleaning a carpet and it makes these kind of perfect lines, or somebody is running some forks through sand and it makes a beautiful design. There's talent involved in these things, certainly, but it's hours of practice and skill. Those are the things that give us that dopamine rush when we watch those. That's where the interest lies. And when you see a performance on screen or on stage or you see an artwork be created, it's about that. It's not about the talent of the person that's there. Michelangelo also said, genius is eternal patience. I have to remind myself all the time that if I just keep working at whatever it is, eventually something's gonna come out the other end that's going to be at least passable and probably decent. And if I'm lucky, good. That happens week to week as I'm working on my music for the Protégé Masterclass. It happened all those years that I was directing. You go in and you just chip away at it and you walk out at the end of the day and you're like, this is never going to be concert ready. This is never going to be festival ready. But somehow, if we did keep that work going, it would. And you know that is a team of people working to build something. And lastly, uh, for Michelangelo, he said, if people knew how hard I worked to get my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful at all. For my first job, um, <laughs> I had spent kind of a week at the high school getting to know things and, and just kind of the way that things were set up there. They didn't typically start beginning band right at the beginning of the year because it was a pullout class. I would get you know, whatever students the teachers deigned appropriate to send to me. We talked in the first episode about how difficult that job was. If the teacher was feeling generous, they might give me 20 minutes with a given student or whatever. And so I go up to the elementary school where the sixth grade was housed, and there's this kind of, um, I, I won't say the word old, though I just did, but he was uh, advanced and, and very kind of colloquial. gentleman walked up to me and he said, I hear you got the music. Yes, sir. I, is that a disease or, or I don't, and that is how a lot of the public sees what we do uh, as artists is they see it as this kind of mystical, magical thing. And it is, but it takes so much work to get to that point. Those people that see you on the street are many of them who come to see a concert or go to an art gallery or certainly people who watch a movie don't understand the level of detail, the level of work to get mastery of given crafts and arts to get to that point. I saw The Batman recently, which is a wonderful film. And to me, 
in a lot of ways, as almost sacrilegious as it is for me to say it, um, the best of the Batman films because it simply just feels like the Batman I like to read in the comics. And that took a lot of love. It took a lot of talent on the part of the director and the actors. But the level of detail and the level of getting on board with what the director wanted to make that happen is, to me, astonishing. The same thing with Dune, the same thing with Star Wars, any of these blockbuster things. Yeah, you got your Martin Scorsese's of the world who say they're just kind of candy or whatever. That may be true, but the candy is certainly well made. It is crafted like a fine German chocolate. It's just really crafted by, in the case of a movie, thousands of people. It's it's amazing how much goes into creating something like that, all the way down to the indie films that, you know, it may be a labor of love of one person and whatever team they can scrape together, or a painting that someone who has never picked up a brush puts the brush to canvas and comes out with something amazing, or a dance routine that you can't imagine the amount of bruises and scratches and pulled muscles that have come into creating this wonderful performance that is just absolutely captivating. It's all about the work. A colleague of mine used to call it hammering and sawing. That's absolutely true. You don't have a beautiful home, you know, the Taj Mahal or whatever, without the work. You don't have the Death Star without the work of the people, the the contractors that went into this thing, right? You know, God rest their souls. In essence, you know, I, I know this is a bit of a diatribe, but it's something I need to remind myself that things are not... Things are not always going to be just fantastic the second you start something. I think I, yeah, I said in the first episode that skating traumatized me. And it was one of these things where little kids were kind of zipping in and out of my feet as I was trying to skate as a teenager because I hadn't done it when I was younger. And I could have done the work outside of the skating rink to kind of figure out what to do. But I wasn't in for it that way. I didn't want to put in that kind of time on it for something that probably wasn't going to be something that I did that often. You know, and we do have to pick and choose that way. But for the things that are worth it in life for our, uh, maybe not our career, although some people really love their careers, I do certainly. But for our passions, for those artworks that we create, for those crafts that we do, for those uh, musical performances that we present, any of those things are going to take work. It's not always going to be easy, but you just show up. Sometimes it's not going to be a productive day, and it's going to feel like doing it tomorrow is going to be the same slog, but it won't be. It's going to be a different slog, and it's going to probably produce something different. Live and learn. It's an everyday battle, and I just want to encourage all you tens of listeners that it's important to just do that. It's important to just show up. Take your five minutes, take your 10 minutes, take your 20 minutes, whatever, and just show up. Do the thing, hang it up, have a soda or whatever, and enjoy the fact that you did put in that work. Look at that one single solitary line of clean carpet, so to speak, and say, I did that. Be able to congratulate yourself for the small wins and to be okay with the small losses because ultimately... In the path, there are going to be many, 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 many small losses. And when you get out the other end, if you are patient and you do the work, it will come out for you. But as always, if you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, concerns, issues, or confessions, you can get me at MikeCaseyComposer at iCloud.com. I don't know why, but I have a terrible habit of typing Gmail when, I, when I'm typing my 
email address, don't email that Gmail address. Although there is one, I won't see it. It's iCloud.com because I am an Apple fanboy. Also, you can find me on Instagram and the Facebook at at Mike Casey Composer and on the web at my shiny website at MikeCaseyComposer.com. I am almost to the campus to go in and, and spend another day with the boys making some music, listening to some music, ingesting, enjoying, learning, and hopefully uh, not blowing away in the coming storms. It's looking pretty gray and misty. Hopefully that'll stay that way all day and people will be safe in central Alabama here. So until next week when we are joined by Dr. Gene Fambro, who is the director of percussion uh, at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, went and saw their percussion ensemble concert the other night and was blown away. Super great. And again, evident that the work was put in. He'll talk a little bit about their closing piece, which took quite a bit of time and work to put together. Join us next week on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.